0: This episode is brought to you by Bolt and Barrel Oil. Bolt and Barrel is a premium synthetic graphene-infused all-purpose lubricant that will outperform anything on the market. The graphene in and Bolt and & Barrels for me creates a microscopic separation in between metal and metal contacts. Great for firearms, bicycles, power tools, or anything that needs a high-performance lubricant. Bolt and Barrel is a veteran-owned company and available online at www.boltonbarreloil.com as well as select retailers around the country. Check them out on Instagram at Bolton Barrel Oil. Again, that's www.boltonbarreloil.com and use promo code scrolling for 10% off at checkout. This episode has also been brought to you by Cloverstone Digital Group. Cloverstone Digital Group has been in the business since 2003. They've helped everyone from a one-person business with a small budget like myself to national retailers with a $35 million budget. They're helping me with my business and they can help you too. You can find them on Instagram at Cloverstone Digital Group or www.cloverstonedigital.com. They're offering free consultations. Just let them know that Tom sent you. Again, that's www.cloverstonedigital.com or on Instagram at Cloverstone Digital Group. What's up, everybody? What's going on, man? Welcome to another episode of Scrolling Through Life.
1: Huggy. What's going on, man?
0: Shit, you know, living the life, trying to. Trying to, trying to live, you know what I'm saying, the dream, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: So today we're gonna to talk about a different topic. I tried to do a little bit of research, Tom as well, uh, to see if we can uh, have some reference points, but we didn't find much. So today we're gonna to talk about limiting your accessibility, whether people having access to, uh, to you through uh, text messaging, social media, in person, phone calls and so forth who has access to you, Right. Um, and ask yourself this, have you ever been living your best life one day, whether that's with kids, work, at the gym, cooking, and someone calls you and you see that name pop up on your phone and you just say, oh, here we go. And next thing you know, you're in an hour conversation and that person has given you a thousand paragraphs without breathing. You know, your food's been burning, your kids are hungry, your old lady looking <laughs> at you like how long you been the phone call. And then at the end of that phone call, the rest of your day is a shit show. Yes. And yes, <laughs> I think most of the time we don't really look at our accessibility. Yeah. Uh, because when you open up your accessibility, you allow any and everyone to reach in and take your time, your your mental stability, or whatever the case may be. Drain you out. Yeah, basically end up draining you out. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm assuming you have that person. That yes. When you see that name, you don't have to say specifically, but just take us through how that would work.
0: Yeah, so, well, let's start with um, definitely my ex-wife, you know what I mean? Um, you know what I'm saying? That was somebody <laughs> who, you know, just like you said, uh before I would see either a call, a text, or email, I'm just like, fuck, because now I gotta deal with all this shit, you know what I mean, the accessibility. But, um, you know, the way I've dealt with that now is I just, you know, uh, limit that communication through my attorney, that's it. But mm-hmm. with others, um, you know, like you and I just talked right before we started is, is you know, especially with the podcast, you know, um, People would would will like call, and you end up in this conversation forever, and you're just like fuck. Like, how can I, you know, like I, yeah, yeah, I want to help you, but now this is starting to get drawn out, and you're starting to drain me out mentally, um, mm-hmm. and and it's taking a lot from me, but it's it's been a difficult for me, you know what I'm saying? And try to manage that and try to balance that now because you do want to help, you know what I mean? I mean, that's what that's what, that's what you and I do, you know what I mean? Like we want to help, we want to share, we want to give people advice and help them uh, to be better. But I think some people take advantage of that because we are the type of people that just want to listen.
1: Yeah, uh, Ed, we're, we're people who like to make the world a better place and, yeah. and help people as, as best we can. And me being a betting man, you've probably been plagued by this your whole entire adult life. Yes. Uh, And it's nothing wrong with people calling you and having access to you. It's something that comes out of it. Right. You know, the problem occurs when it typically seems to be a one way type of thing. Right. You know, and I can't count on one hand how many times that's that's happened to me where I've been living my best life in an hour has been taken away from me. Right. (laughs) A short life lived has been taken away (laughs) You know, and nothing accomplished. You know, And now like my pre-workout's burnt out because I've been sitting in the parking lot and I haven't used. You know, I just I just took pre-workout and sat in the car and listened to someone yell at me about some shit going on in their personal life for an hour. Oh God, yeah. Um. So <clears throat> I stopped by the Pentagon some time ago for some business stuff, right? And um, I saw a person that I didn't know that well, but I think he. Thought he knew me better than like we actually knew each other. Right. And I know that he's long winded and I know he says the same thing in 45 different languages in 83 different sentences, just the same thing over and over again. Right. And I had parked like a long ways away and I saw him approaching and I automatically started getting anxiety. Right. Because his face was like, you <laughs> saw like, oh, my God, it's, it's Jesus. <laughs> So he walks up and I'm like, hey, how's it going? What's up, man? How you doing, man? You're treading softly. Shit. Oh, and he just, it was just run-on sentence. There was never any periods used. It was always comma, yeah. like comma. And then yeah. I was like, okay, okay, okay. So I see like clouds like hitting towards the Pentagon. And I'm like, Lord Jesus, like this isn't, this isn't going to work. He just kept talking, kept talking, kept talking. Right. And I'm such an anxiety-filled person that I'm like, there's a bus coming by. Yeah. Like, I could just jump in front of the bus and just, (laughs) that would be the end of this. Take me out of my misery. And I just kept saying, all right, man, well, I'll send you an email. I'll catch up. And every time I walked away, like, he advanced, like, forward and, like, cornered me off almost. Now it's like, it's hot and humid, but the clouds are coming. And finally, I'm like, I lied. I'm like, I got to pick my daughter from daycare like right now. He's like, oh, man, how's she doing? And I'm like, I got to go. And as I'm walking to the car, it just starts pouring, like pouring, like like Hawaii for no reason. Just pouring. Right. And in my mind, that was like the worst day of my life in that moment in time. Uh, But yeah, at, at the end of the day, you have to be very, very aware of your accessibility, how much you put yourself out there. Uh, giving people an opportunity and a bridge to get to you and do whether good, bad, or indifferent things. You know, I'm only laughing
0: because I've done that exact same thing where you're like, all right, man, you know, I'll hit you up later I you know what I'm saying? I'll shoot you a text lead and you're trying to, you know, give that hint like, hey, all right, you know, let's continue this conversation later because I got to get going or whatever. And, and like you said, he kept advancing over saying, advancing forward. I think some people, um become so, uh, I don't want to use the word self-absorbed, but so just into themselves that they're not being um, um, considerate, (laughs) (laughs) considerate of this dude might have other shit going on that he needs to get to, or you know, maybe, you know, he doesn't want to hear this right now because he's got other shit going on in his mind, or you know what I'm saying, what's going on in his life, and they don't ever take the opportunity to really feel you out, they just like pour out. Just let me pour Mm -hmm. out, and you're like, bro, like, like, I don't have the energy right now, or I don't have the mental capacity to sit here and even deal with this right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's definitely happened to me when I'm just, you know, like you, like you sit on the phone, and you're like, all right, man. All right, man. All right, bro. <laughs> <I gotta> go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, bro. <laughs> yeah. And then that's like 30 minutes later and you're just like, all right. You know, and, and, and that's when, you know, like a second, I can't remember if you just said it now or before we get on, but you were like, you know, We're the type of people where we don't want to be rude. Like, we're definitely going to listen to you. We're definitely going to hear you out. But it it sometimes pushes you to be rude and be like, all right, hey, I got to get going. Like, I'm going to call you later and I'm going to hit you up later and we'll talk about this later. But even when that conversation ends, you know, I'm not going to lie to you sometimes where I'm like, do I want to call you later? Because do I want (laughs) to sit? Like, do I want to deal with this for another, you know what I mean? Like, and it's not that you don't want to help, but it's like, we're all going through shit. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and just being considerate, really, of, uh, just being considerate about what's going on with you. Like you got to be able to feel that. You got to be able to feel out the the, the uh, situation. You know what I mean? You got to be able to read the the battlefield. Like you have to.
1: Yeah, those people don't. They don't read the battlefield. <laughs> they don't no. read that you're looking at your watch. They don't read that a storm's coming right. or that a bus is about sure. to hit you. It's just right. I have so much to say, right? And you're going to listen. It reminds me of when I was a kid. And, like, I didn't have any money sometimes, and I would go into the corner store, and, and like, I'd be walking around for, like, 15 seconds, dude, like, yo, what you want? Yeah, let me just like, get. Like, oh, I just, like, yo, get what you got to get and get out of here. He's <laughs> like, I just came to just, like, nah, 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 you know, don't, you don't loiter around here. Yep. Um, and that's kind of how I am with, with a big portion of people when it comes to conversations. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or or them having accessibility to me. And and that could be the same through social media as well. If you put too much of yourself out there, that just gives people more of a bridge or a platform to reach out to you. Yeah. and some capacity. Like I said, it could be good, bad, or indifferent, but just you have to be cautious, conscious of that, that the more you put out there, the more you allow yourself to, to not want to say be infiltrated, but the the wider you open the door, the more people are going to the floodgates to come in. Yep. And sometimes you just got to put some boundaries out there. You know what I mean? Especially like on a social media, even from a security standpoint, you don't want to put too much out there, like where you're going and yeah. when you're like all this, you know, typical stuff like that. But you also have people who reach out to you just for attention. Very true. Who want absolutely nothing, yep. but to just bore you, get validated yep. or whatever the case may be. Yeah. You know, so you have to weed those people out as well. And you, how you respond and interact with those people during that process is important as well. You know what I mean? So.
0: It is. It is very, man. And, you know, you know, like you just said, you got to feel those people out and you got to weed them out. Right. Um, you know, I've been in this situations like that where, you know, people contact me and, you know, I'll be like, all right, let me help you out. Let me listen to you. Let me give you my advice. But then it, it happens again and again and again. And you're like, are, are you just are you just trying to waste my time or, you know what I mean? Like you kind of start feeling that situation. You're like, all right, some of this shit's not like, you don't want nothing. You don't need nothing. Like you're okay. You know what I mean? And, you know, I've gotten to the point where before I would tell people like, Hey, I just don't want to just give you a generic answer. So give me some time to read you know what I'm saying, and give you back a good answer. And then I would do that. And I would spend a majority of my time writing all these texts and messages and sending them out. But then I'd realize it's just over and over and over. And it's like, all right. Yeah. Like, all right, man, I get it, you don't want too much. So I'm gonna just start giving you that generic, like, you know what I mean? Um, But you have to be able to read the situation out, like you said. Like, you have Mm -hmm. to be able to like feel it out and understand whether it's real or not. And that just takes with, I think that just comes with with experience and and just reading out the situation, the person itself.
1: Mm -hmm. And feeling that out. It's also not to be confused with people who have access to you, who actually utilize it for a good reason and they get something out of it or you both get something out of it, but it's not a repetitive thing. Yes. You know, it's, it's kind of like if someone keeps venting to you about how bad their relationship is. It's like, so do you want advice? Yeah. Or do you just want to yeah. Oh, this time I just want to vent. Okay, fair enough. I will give you that freebie and I will listen to you for this hour. But if this is a reoccurring thing, now you're putting me between a rock and a hard place because you're not really trying to take purposeful action. Yeah. Like you're not really trying to get out of this situation, out of this relationship and do something productive or or whatever the case may be. It's just your calling to just talk. And now I've taken on your bird because I'm a fixer and I like to make things better for people. And now I'm drained. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's a it's definitely a delicate balance. Um the hardest Mm accessibility that I had to cut off was my biological dad really like I had to cut off that accessibility he kind of came in late in the game right and was just like hey by the way you know we need to have a relationship I'm like well I'm an adult I've got kids blah 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 but he would all when he would call it would always be something negative like hey I'm in the hospital I'm sick it's like hey you're calling me to tell me that you're sick like what do you want me to do? You want me to help you? Yeah. I'm just letting you, I'm just letting you know. I'm like, okay, thank you. Right. And then two weeks later, you know I'm in a hospital again. I'm like, no, I didn't know that you were in the, I didn't get that into my briefing in, my, in the security room over here. Right, right. In the hospital. <laughs> Once again, do you need anything? No, I don't. I don't need anything. And that became like this reoccurring, situation where he will call and he would just throw all of his guilt That sounds exhausting. Me. Very exhausting. You, know, you don't call me a lot. I'm like, well, I'm also in my mid thirties at the time. Yeah. I have a life, a career, a family. I got a lot of other shit going on other than checking in to see how another adult man yeah. is constantly doing. Right. And I, I put some boundaries in place and he rejected the boundaries. And Because of that, we haven't talked in like three, four years. And I don't lose any sleep over it because, like you said, it was extremely exhausting. Right. What were you going to say? Let me ask you this. How hard was that? Because, I mean, like,
0: did you give that a lot of thought or were you just kind of like, you know what? Like, this is exhausting. I can't do it no more.
1: Well, me and him really didn't start surfacing again until I joined the Army and we communicated here and there. Yep. I remember Uh, you telling me that. In the recent five, six, seven years like he he went through his fair share of sicknesses. Yeah. But again, I'm a I'm a I'm a problem solver. Yeah. I'm like, "Well, what can we do to get through this type of person?" Right. And I and I put the first boundary out there. Like, "Hey, I'm going to tell you like this. Like, yeah, I am your son, but I am also a father and all these other things." Yeah. No man has this excessive this type of accessibility to me. Right. And I'm doing it because on paper, you're my dad. I'm trying to do the right thing, but I'll be damned If you're going to call me like while I'm on the couch with my family and bitch and complain to me about something that you think I feel, right? in all actuality, you're not as significant in my life as you think. Yeah. So just because I haven't seen you in two weeks, it doesn't mean that something's wrong. Yeah. Well, I feel like, you know, you don't like me anymore. And that's between you and God. Between you and the maker it ain't got nothing to do with me. So finally I, I told him, I say hey, you, you do this emotional calling, you know, baggage thing one more time and that's it for me. Yeah. And I did. And he said a whole bunch of, you know, be a man and call me and face me, you know, look me in my eye. And I'm like, first off, you should be careful what you ask for. Yep. Cause you 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 tread in a whole different uh, set of or different different water with this type of uh, conversation, with yeah. me. and I said, so I'm not going to face you. I'm not going to do all of that. But like, don't don't ask for smoke. Like, please don't. I mean, he reached out a few times since then, as recently as two days ago, with a voicemail, and it's just like you still on the same bullshit. So access denied. Yeah, man, it's that easy. I mean, especially
0: <laughs> you know. <laughs> I think a lot of people don't understand that shit because you're like me. When I say I'm done, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Like when I say we're like we're good, we're good. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's no more going past that, man. Like stop, you know what I mean? And, 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 and it's just that easy. Um, and it's, it's kind of interesting to see how you dealt with that because I've got a person in my life who, uh, who, you know, they have uh, a friend in their life who just uses and abuses the shit out of their accessibility Like, Mm -hmm. uses the shit out of it. And it's exhausting to that person. And I'm just like, well, if you're exhausted, do something about it. It's that, it's just that simple. Mm -hmm. Like, why are you taking it? Obviously, you know, like you said before, you know, there's a give and take, right? So like, you know, you and I, like, I call you and I'm like, man, this is what's going on. Like, sometimes you just know and you be like, yo, what's going on, you good? You know what I mean? I feel like I'm ready to talk, I will, you know what I'm saying, I'll vent to you because you're going to give me something back in return. You know what I mean? You're going to yeah. give me some good advice, and in the same return, you know that if you ever need, you know what I'm saying, a conversation, I'm there, and I'm going to give you the same advice, and you know what I'm saying, or you know what I'm saying, good advice, and we're just going to go on. But I think mm-hmm. when people fail to understand that you are being used just – for that person's, you know what I'm saying? Like someone's abusing their accessibility to you. You gotta be very aware, like again, man, like we always say, you gotta be aware. You gotta be self-aware of what's going on, right? You gotta be able to shut that shit off. And I think people that are, it's when you're a good hearted person, I think that you get abused like that. Absolutely. That's that's really what it is because if you weren't a good hearted person, that person would never be calling you over over and over and over and over and over again with their fucking issues. Mm-hmm. And it's nothing wrong with helping somebody out, but you got to be able to like give and take, or just deal with the shit on your own. You know?
1: Yeah, I mean you you, you have to. And and one of my my childhood friends that I grew up with, I, I had a conversation with him. Like it was it was a breaking point. Yeah. And I just abruptly interrupted him. I said, "You know, it's always some shit with you." Yep. Like, you don't see that it's always some shit going on with you. yeah. And I'm like, I I, you're a good person. I know you are. But it's always some shit going on with you. Like, there's always some drama. Like, you live in it. Yeah. Like, it festers. it's, 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 It's attached itself to your everyday life. Yeah. And basically what you're doing is you're making my day worse. And I said, and don't take that, like, wrong. What I'm telling you is. Something as simple as you venting to me for an hour about the same shit you've been venting to me about for years. Yes. That now it's fucked up my day. Yes. Now I have anxiety. I miss my exit. Yes. I haven't eaten. <laughs> I'm in traffic. You know, I'm, <laughs> I got work calling. You know, my daughter's changing the radio station in the car continuously. You should, hit, you know, hit, hit, hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, think about that. Yeah. You know what I mean, and of course that person did. You know they don't they don't call me anymore. But, you know, my time is precious, bro. And I'm always honored when anyone reaches out to yes, me. Yes, agreed. However, you only get one free beat event. Yep. And if it's about the same thing the next time you call, I'm giving you advice. You got to take purpose for action. Uh, because I'm not going to solve all of your problems for you. Yeah. I help you but I won't solve all of it all of it for you. Um, and when you're a good-hearted person, like you said earlier, it does become a little difficult to yeah, be right. like, hey, shut up, shut up, leave, get, get out. out. Like it's, now if we don't like you or you say something that we don't like, it's a little bit of a different story. But yeah. since we're such good-hearted people, we'll start kind of like changing the way we prioritize. Like, oh, well, i was supposed to take the stakes out now, but if it do two more minutes, they shouldn't be too bad. Right. It's like, oh, five more minutes, they'll be crispy and well done, but we could still eat it. Like you're actually adjusting and changing your life. You're minimizing the stuff that you've got going on. Facts, man. Just to help this person. So you you want to to help this person and make them be or help them get better and get through a certain situation. But if you want to make sure your mental health stays intact. In You have to be a lot more cautious and limit access to you. Yes. You know that. And at the end of the day, I have a select group of people that I call. Yeah. (laughs) But when I call them, it's rare. And when they see my name, they know like it's going to be a conversation. He wants some advice, help with a solution. Yeah. And that's going to be the end of it. I had, um,
0: you know, one of my homies, man, one of my boys, like, you know, when I was going through that toxic toxic marriage that I was in, man, like, it got to the point where I was just always venting about the same shit. Because cause that's what it was, it was the same shit, you know what I mean? And, and at that time I was drinking, so I wasn't dealing with the issues the right way, so it was it was always the same shit all, over and over. Sure. And I remember my boy saying, hey man, like, either you gonna fucking end the shit or you're not. <laughs> like like you know what I mean like that's what he got to you know what I mean and luckily he's my boy and you know I mean that's how, but that's how he got to me he was like bro it's the same shit like either you're mm-hmm. gonna fucking move on and you're gonna take care of this or you're not like and straight up you know in so many ways he was like I'm kind of done and tired of, of hearing about this like I don't want to hear about the same shit over and over by you and her like either you're mm-hmm. gonna fucking buck up and do make some changes or you're gonna suck it up and just don't talk about it no more
1: <laughs> mm-hmm
0: and that was an eye opener to me. You know what I mean? I was like, "Damn!" Like, my boy's sick and tired of hearing about this. Then that means something needs to change. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because somebody close to you will not just say that to you if they didn't, you know, one care about you. You know what I mean? And they're and they really mean it. And that was an eye opener for me, man. You know. Mm-hmm. And 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 that's you know the person I was just talking about. Um, you know, uh, the person in my life who has that person in their life who's doing that shit. I had to tell them the same shit. I'm like, "Yo, like you keep telling me about the same problems this person has, like over and over, like." and you keep giving them the same advice, when are you just gonna call this? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's gotta be draining to you because every time I talk to you or we talk about this, you're in a bad mood. Yep. And it's not even your motherfucking problem. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It's not even your problem, but you, when you're a good-hearted person, you feel for that person, you take on their worries, you take on their pain because you're like, man, I, I feel what they're going through, but how can I get through this person that they need to make the changes on their own? Mm-hmm. You know, and, um, you know, it, it, it took a lot for me to, to get to that point with certain people, but that was because once I sobered up and my boy told me that, and he was like, you know, like, you gotta make changes, and I was like, oh, fuck. And, you know, I tell people the same thing, like, hey, you're gonna give advice just like you just said you get one freebie, but if it's over and over, we're not doing this over and over. <laughs> like, not the same shit, you know what I mean? Because then it gets to the point of those are issues that you just need to deal with within yourself. Yeah, obviously nobody else can help you because the advice I'm giving you, you're not taking. Mm -hmm. So what's the point of us doing this song and dance over and over? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's a it's a song and dance. It's a it's a revolving door. (laughs) Revolving door. Uh, Perfect. It's kind of like like I said, you see that number come up or you see that person walking towards you, and it's just like here we go. Yep, You know, but I've also learned in my in my 40 years of existence that there are just some people that's just who they're going to be for some time. Facts. And if it's not a relationship issue, it's a job issue. It's Facts. not a job issue. It's a parenting issue. There's an issue with what people are saying on social media. It's an issue with what's happening in the world. It's just some people. That's just the world that they live in. Yes. You know, and it's a delicate balance between people like me and you who want to help them. You know, versus their whether they have the ability to want to help themselves or not. Yeah. You know, and I remember going to my doctor one time and she was legitimately just like, Are you always gonna try to save the world? Yeah. And it was it was legitimately like she said something that was so significant, I didn't even really have a response. Like I know what the right answer was, right? But I know how I'm built had a different answer. Yeah. And she was like, you know, look at what you're losing. Out of all of this, and it's like my brain like still wouldn't register because it's hard to see it.
0: Yeah, it's hard to see it at that moment like that. You know what I mean? But to have somebody, you know, like you said, um, to tell you that opens up your eyes a little bit, a little bit wider than 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 they were. You know, mm-hmm. um, and it and it brings you back to reality.
1: Yeah. Now, be mindful, there are certain people who have to have access to your life, period. Yeah. Kids, you know, of course. You know, your your wife, your boyfriend, husband, whatever it is. But there's some people, your boss, there's some people who have to have access to you. Yep. But for the people who don't, you have a say so in that. Yeah. And what that accessibility looks like, can they get through just the first door, the second door, or can they get all the way in and and do business? Yep. You know, Got I had the layers put, of security. Yeah. You, you gotta have a layer of security. <laughs> like, hey, access denied. I'm sorry. Exactly. You know, um, I remember getting one phone call cause my, my, one of the boundaries I always set with people is first and foremost, don't ever call me to check on me. Yep. Like I, I, I'm somewhat of a self-sufficient person. I have a lot of other internal organisms that work to keep me functioning, to make sure I don't fall off and, and like fall into oblivion. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But having all those things in place, it's useless if the other person doesn't know it. So it's like, I got a phone call one time about 10 30 at night. And like I said, when my phone rings, it's important. Yeah. And he was a, a guy that I served with who just wanted to vent about his role in combat that he feel he didn't do enough. Yeah and that he should have done all these things and all the, you know, the glorifying stuff that comes along with the job. And I basically said, hey man, every job counts. Right. Like all the stuff that you're wishing you had experienced, you got to deal with at some point when you come back, it's a lot easier said than done. Um, The flip side to that was a couple of weeks later, someone else called after nine o'clock about nothing. And I legit, at the end of the conversation, like a 30 minute conversation, I'll say, hey, look, I'll be honest with you, like, I appreciate you calling, but don't call me after nine o'clock, unless it's life, limb or eyesight. Yep. Just just don't. Uh, there's a lot more hours before nine o'clock you can call. Yeah. Just try not to do that. And he's like, oh no, I respect that man. I was kind of hesitant, blah, blah, blah. You know, or you can tell someone like we talked about before we, we got on, hey, I got a few moments, but in 20 minutes, I gotta go. Yep. And say, like, oh yeah, no, 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 hey, did you hear what I said? When that clock says 4.30, I gotta go. Yep. Are you are you okay with that? I need more time than that, cool, we can reschedule. What, what do you do with that though, Huggy? Like,
0: let's say, you know, I'm um, sorry if you weren't, uh, I didn't wanna cut you off like that. So like, what do you do in a situation like that? Cause I've done that where I'm like hey man like I only got, you know, 20 minutes. Like that's all I got. And then 20 minutes comes, 25 minutes comes, you're like, "Hey man, I got to get going." 30 minutes comes, you're like Sigh. like I get to the point me where once I'm at that point, I kind of stop listening because I'm like, now I'm like I usually I have shit to do anyway, so I'm like I have to go, man. Like I'm not even listening anymore because I'm trying to figure out how to get you off the phone cuz I got to get going. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like what do you do in that situation? Do you just get firm and say All right. You cut them off and say, look, I got to go.
1: So I'm not very good at this part.
0: Oh, no. Uh, I was hoping you had the answer, bro.
1: So I end up basically getting pissed and irritated and enduring it. Yeah. And then some part of, of the part of my brain that's not well makes me feel like I deserve it. Yeah. So that's like some very odd twist that I haven't been able to figure out yet. It's kind of like what you're feeling, I see what you're you deserve saying. it. You know, like you have to endure this. This is what you get. Yeah. You know, I haven't even got to that part of dig- figuring that out yet. I'm getting there. Um, But I, I just endure it. You know, the, the more I like you, the more I'll endure it. Yeah. And you've done nothing wrong to me like yeah. ever. And I know you got a good True. heart. I'll endure it. True. Um, But if it's something that is, like I say, you're venturing off into some shit that just doesn't make sense you know, you're a little too uh, opinionated about certain things. Yeah. Then I'll just be like, hey, I got to go. I'll call you tomorrow. I'll call you later or whatever the case may be. I, I keep doing that. Well, all right, man. Like, all right, man. Well, I got to get out of here. I got to go, Bro. you know, and then I will like if it's bad, like I'll create a scenario. <laughs> it's like, yo, a dinosaur just flipped my car over and, right. uh, you know, like I'll come up with something that's just like I got to let him go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, (laughs) and then I feel bad because I lied about it and I'm like, oh man, it's it's horrible.
0: That's like the hardest thing for me, man, because like you said, like I get you know what I'm saying, like, so I've done that Um, and I get to the point where I think the other person can feel that I'm done and then I really got to get going because it's like, uh uh-huh, uh-huh, all right, yeah, uh uh-huh, uh-huh. And it's not me being rude or me saying your problems don't matter to me. It's, I really have shit to do or go. And now we're kind of, like you said, we're not talking about much anymore. Like we've Mm -hmm. kind of taken care of what we need to talk about. Now we're just talking to talk. (laughs) And you know, I I sometimes feel bad, uh, Huggy, like to be honest, you know what I mean? Like sometimes I feel bad, like deep inside, but then it's like, I told you, you know? Mm Um, You know, one thing you said a second ago about letting the other person know and and both people gotta know, that's one thing that you and I have never had a conversation about anything about each other, but that's one thing like, you know, in the past, when I was back at Bragg, I think you just understood, all right, man, I haven't heard from him for a few days, I'ma send one text. Either he's gonna respond or don't respond and we're either go from that or, you know what I mean, I might be like, hey man, I'm good, just need some time and you're like, all right, cool. Cause you know, if I need to talk, I know I could just call and, and, and talk, and I know and I know you're gonna listen, and I know one to not call and just, just just to talk and just to waste your time on my time. You know what I mean? I think that's one thing that I was respected about our uh, our brotherhood is that we aren't on a uh, what's the word like, um, we're at a good cruising altitude, right? Like we never had to talk about anything. It's just oh no, we already know. We already know where we both stand on everything and, and you know I also know about you like you know what I'm saying there's been times where like I've kind of seen you you know what I'm saying a little off. I'm like you all right and you're like oh you know like you even said like yeah I'm all right nah man you know what, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying we start talking <laughs> about it but we know not to push each other because I think we know you'll talk about what you need to talk about and I'll talk about what I need to talk about when we feel right about it and I think it's we're very respectful about that about how much to vent, how much to talk about it before it becomes now we're talking about absolutely nothing mm-hmm. and wasting each other's time. Um, but how, so, how would you, how would you, what kind of advice would you give to somebody who's in a situation like that who is like, man, well, how do I let people know without letting them know? Or do you just be blunt about it and be like, hey, man, this is where we are?
1: Well, uh, I can, I'm gonna answer that two ways. Um, I'll, I'll answer the latter. Sometimes I just don't even pick up. Yeah. And sometimes I just don't even respond. Right. And if I do respond, it's very brief. Right. Because now I'm closing the access. You know what I mean? So I'm not asking too many questions. I'm not engaging too much. It's like, hey, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate it. Um, I try to do it that way. Or like I said, if it's someone calling me, I'll process it, you know, and I'll hit it, send it to voicemail and my voicemail is always full. Yep. There was a reason for that. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's always full, it's been full for like two years. I anyways. like that, I like that. Um, normally what I'll do if someone calls, yeah, I'll send it to voicemail and then I'll text, what's up? Oh, just wanted to see how you doing, yo, I'm doing good. Hope all huh. is well with you, I'll stay in touch. Like I, you, like I initiated it and I ended it.
0: I like that technique.
1: Like I, I I voice concern and and I'm intrigued. I hope you're fine. We'll get together and talk some other time. I like that. Or like you said earlier, someone like, yo, you got a few moments. Hey, right now I don't, but at 12, I will. I got like 30 minutes on my lunch break. Yeah. But I also like, I got 30 minutes because I got some other shit I got to do. Yep. And most of the time people are fairly respectful of it. Yeah, um, by, by doing it that way. Um, and I've been trying to stick to it as, as best I can. And the, eventually those people start to weed themselves out. And and they start to see that they just can't call me on no bullshit. Yep. And if they call me, they know I'm going to listen. They know I'm going to stop what I'm doing. And I'm going to let them talk. And I'm going to tell them what it is. And that's just the end of it. You know, that.
0: so just... Listening to you right now, the other problem with me is I don't like being on the fucking phone. Like, I don't like being on the fucking phone. I fucking hate it, man. Like, yeah. it drives me insane <laughs> sit on the phone too long. Like, it literally does stuff my body where I'm just like, bro, like, I, like, I'm horrible. When people call, like, I don't answer. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm the same way. Like, I, or I'll say, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll be like, yeah, hey, man, let me hit you back later. I just don't like being on the phone. Like, I don't know what it yeah. is. Like, for me to sit there and talk to you, one, if I talk to you, you gotta fucking understand I'm giving you a lot of love. Because <laughs> like, yeah. I don't like being on the phone, so I'm not even giving you the time for me even to talk to you on the phone, That, that, that to me that's huge, that's a huge step. Um, yeah. But I think that's part of my problem too, is that I just don't like being on the phone, I don't like texting, I don't like talking, Like you know what I mean, it's it's very quick. Um, yeah. And then to be on the phone for reasons that I've been on the phone, you know what I'm saying, like you said, it's the same repetitive shit, it's like, Now you're wasting my motherfucking time. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, man, that's, yeah. I just had to say that. So You just brought that up by the phone.
1: I I remember, I remember uh, I was telling a friend of mine who who used to do that sometime. When he called, the first thing I said to him was, talk to me in bullet points. Right. And he's just like, what? And I'm just like, everything you're about to tell me, tell me in bullet points. (laughs) He was like, I don't know. I'll try. He actually ended up doing it. Bottom line up front, homie. <laughs> yeah, he has to end up doing it. It was, it was perfect. You know, and, and our conversations would last like 30 minutes. Yeah. And this conversation was like five. I'm like, what's like, what's the issue? Oh, you know, uh, my soldier is like doing this, doing that. And I like pause. Right. Is this an issue or you just, he's like, no, nah, like, I got to Like, this has got to get fixed. And I'm like, do you have an idea of how to fix it? No, I don't. Well, let me tell you. Right. And then it was like, I'm looking at my phone and it's like three minutes and 30 seconds. And I'm like, do that. Right. And then let me know. Well, I got a no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Do not try to add on additions. Uh, this is, this is what you call to talk about. Right. This was your issue. I am helping you resolve this issue. Right. Uh, he actually said to me a little, he's like, that's pretty fucking rude of you to say that by the way. And I'm like, yeah, but I like you that. Also though. Do, you also do this very often. Right. Right. If, if
0: you know what? Yes. If, if it's a repetitive thing, I, th- I think that's an outstanding fucking way to do it, to be honest. Cause when it saves time and, 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 and it, it gets to the problem a lot quicker, better solutions. You know what I'm saying, for whatever issue you got.
1: Now, I did have an instance where, like, you know how a dog's torture is a vacuum? Yeah. My torture is a bunch of people talking to me about nothing. Like, that's my, like, if there is a hell, that's my hell. I am that. (laughs) yes. And to me, that is frightening, of just, like, that that is, but so. This guy I used to travel with, he was a really, really, really nice guy. Just the greatest, biggest heart, one of the biggest hearts I've ever known. But he was the most long-winded guy ever. Right. And I saw him approaching and I was like knee deep into like grading something, like attention to detail type stuff. Like I had to count something and add stuff and I kept messing it up. So I was already frustrated. Right. And as soon as I heard the door, he's like, hey, how's it going? And I'm like, oh. It's coming. yo." You know, because I had my headphones on, kind of, and I'm like, oh. yep." And he's like pointing to my headphones, and I'm like, okay. I took him off, he's like, what's up, man? And I seen him reach back for the chair, and I'm like, I'm just gonna pull the fire alarm. That's the only way I'm gonna get out of this, but I didn't, obviously. But he said to me, when he was talking, he said, Yeah, yeah, I know I'm long winded. My wife tells me that all the time. And I stopped, I said, wait, what? And he's like, My wife says I'm like, I talk too much and I just never like breathe for air. And I'm like, So you're aware of this? And 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 you ain't fixing it? (laughs) He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah. And I'm like, so are you trying to fix that? He's just like, it's really hard, man. Now, once he explained it to me. I felt bad after because it's like, because, you know, you're really easy to talk to. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm just like, oh, now I felt kind of bad about it. So when he would approach me for the rest of that trip, it would just be really, really brief. And I knew it was killing him. And you felt
0: I bet you felt bad as
1: fuck. Didn't you? And I felt bad because he had just gotten like a new rifle with some really nice like barrel. Yep. And like no one really cared about it. So and he's it, just like, oh, I kept talking, like, oh, you know, like this barrel. And I'm like, bro, tell me about the barrel. He's like, okay, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> now the good thing about that is that made our relationship better. Yeah. And I know that if I called him right now and said All right, I need a job, I need this, that he would do it for me. Of course. Um, but that was their one rare exception that I was like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna let him talk. About this barrel and what he's gonna do and shoot and all that stuff and let him live his best life. Uh, but there was an
0: understanding between y'all though, you know what I'm saying? There was an understanding and, and and he understood where both y'all were, and that's probably what made it a lot better, you know what I mean? Because there was a was, clear there was a clear line.
1: <laughs> there was a clear line. He also outranked me. Right. Uh so there was that was a factor as well. Like I just couldn't be too hardcore away right. from me, right. man. Like I right. Couldn't, right. couldn't go that hardcore with it. Um, but he wasn't, he, he was one that never really vented about anything. He just liked to talk about stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, you know, I got this new M4. It's got an upper receiver from this place and a bottom from this one. And I got the trigger that's got this many pounds on it, you know, and I got the red dot, but it's like, a, I I got the three by on the back. Like he just liked to talk about stuff. Right. It wasn't like he was having troubles with anything. He just wanted to just share news with people all the time. Right. And and which is alright. Like, you know,
0: sometimes I don't mind that either, but but also I'm like you where I'm like, I don't like to talk about nothing. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't like talking about nothing. Like sometimes it drives me fucking insane, you know what I mean? Um and my wife knows it and she'll she'll watch me, man. Like when somebody is talking about shit, like she watches me and she'll say afterwards, she was like I could see how hard you were holding at it. I'm like, bro, <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> but you gotta let people go, man. You gotta let people. You know what I mean? And like, sometimes, like you just said, like, it makes people's day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And sometimes that's cool. But I wish people, you know, and people are gonna know now, like, <laughs> how much I hate that shit. But like, I hate talking about nothing, man. Like, I'd rather sit in silence
1: mm-hmm.
0: than talk about nonsense. You know what I mean?
1: Well, the flip side to that is, you know, me and you don't talk every single day, but sometimes one of us will call each other with the intent to have a five minute conversation. And it's a great hour conversation, but it's a conversation filled with substance. You know, it's it's productive. It's venting. It's awesomeness. It's a little bit different. So the accessibility between me and you, there is no limit to it. There's no denying of anything. It's like you've got top secret. You can go all the way through. Um, But that's because we're both self-aware. Yeah. And we set boundaries of who has access to us, how much, uh, and who doesn't. Yeah, because we did that when I first got
0: this office. Remember, um, we were doing the test run with the thing, and I, you know, um, because I had told Kendra, I remember, I was like, yeah, I'll be home by this time. And like, but but you and I started the conversation, and I think I ended up going like an hour and a half. Like, you know what I'm saying, I was just just talking, but I didn't even realize how much time has passed because we were just conversating, you know what I mean? We We were just kind of going, Often just kind of bouncing off ideas and stuff, but we started off on one little thing and we just kind of went off and just, you know, talk, but, and, that, and that's okay sometimes, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. that's all right. As long as, like you said, you and I don't do that every single day, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And that's, and that's totally all right. Um, but yeah, man, I feel you on that, man. Well,
1: the, the best thing that, 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 the, that the viewers and the listeners can do first is Put yourself some boundaries out there. Some some internal boundaries for yourself. Yeah, you'll only take calls from. I don't want to say outsiders, but you only take calls from certain people. Uh, from this time to this time, when you're with your kids, you won't take the phone calls. Yep. If You're making dinner, you won't take the phone calls at work, so forth and so on. Everyone that reaches out to you, I always give everyone one freebie. Yep. Just to see what you want. Some, yeah. Street talk. Just to see what type of I, shit you. Want. Agreed, man. I'll, I'll give you that freebie. Now, if it's a conversation where you're like, "Yo, I'm trying to do this, do this, do this," what do you think? Yo, do it this way, do it this way, do it this way. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it. I don't hear from you for months. It worked. You're yeah. you're, you're good to go. You know, flip side to it is, if it's one of those, I give you that freebie. Next day is something else. Next day is something else. Now, I'm going to share with you how the boundaries work. Yep. You either adapt to those boundaries or you don't. Agreed, man. Uh, but you do all these things because your mental health is more important than anything. And may no man or woman yes. come between you and your mental health. That's, yes. what the lim- that's what limiting accessibility is all about, is your mental health first. That is facts, man. Because you, like like we said in the beginning, you could be having the best day ever. Yeah. And someone vent to you about some shit that you've, they've vented to you about a million times now you're back to helping solve their problems versus being present with your old lady and your kids at the dinner table. Yeah. You know, so start with the boundaries first. Give everybody the freebie. Uh, Anything after that, share your boundaries with them so that everyone's on the same sheet of music. Hey, if you call me, I'm going to pick up. But for God, it better be important. Right. And, you know, when you say that, like,
0: I know you know, there's certain, and, and I'm sure the same way, like when there's somebody that calls you that you haven't talked to in like forever, like, you know, it's gotta be something, you know what I mean? Like, especially if I ain't talked to you in a couple of years and all of a sudden you calling, or like, you know, you text and I, you know, may have missed your text, your call, whatever, then I know it's, it's something's up, you know what I mean? And I'm like, oh shit. And I, you know I'm saying? I've done that recently where, you know what I'm saying? There's been some brothers of mine that I ain't talked to and I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. Like, oh shit, I haven't heard from this motherfucker in a while. You know what I mean? And, you know, luckily I will answer and it is something serious. And I'm like, thank God I I, I answered. You know what I'm saying? Thank God I you know what I'm saying I just wasn't um, because I tend to do that, Huggy. Like, you know, there's a certain time of day, you know, in the evening time where my phone goes on on um, do not disturb. Yeah. Like straight up, you know, because I, mean, I just don't be bothered. But if I see that mis- miss call, I will call you back like immediately because I'm like, fuck. Well, why are you calling at fucking midnight? Why are you calling? Because most people, regardless, are respectful of of, of time. You know, what I'm especially in the evening time, like they're very respectful of like being too late. So if I get a phone call too late, something's up. And you know, I always uh, reach back. But with that said, you know, like you just said a second ago, if it becomes uh, a one o'clock habit, two, three, four, mm-hmm. five times, and we're talking about the same stuff. Like, bro, something's got to give here. You know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna be cool, but like, we're talking about the same thing at at like one o'clock. Like, my bedtime is nine o'clock, homie. You know what I'm saying?
1: (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm.
0: so I'm kind of staying up for no. You know what I'm saying for you right now. Um,
1: One of one of my best friends, the guy who is the founder and boss in my motorcycle club, he's one of the he's the number one person that I call for advice or venting or anything. Yeah, the first thing I do is I would normally send a text first. Hey, you got a moment? Yep. If I don't do the text and I call him and he picks up, the first thing I say is either, A, do you have, I say, do you have a moment? Yep. If I know I'm gonna have a lot of rap, I'll actually ask how much time you got. Yeah. Oh brother, I I got at least 45 minutes. Okay, cool. I won't need it all, but thank you. And I know what what the boundary is. You know, I want advice or I just want to vent. Right. Just so he can prep himself mentally is I can get my coffee cuz he's going to be talking I can do some other stuff I can listen so forth and so on. Yep. You know versus I'm going to need some advice. So he'll probably pay attention a little bit more but that's what I do on my end when I reach out and I know it's going to be one of those. Well,
0: that's just being considerate, Huggy. You know what I mean? Like you're just being considerate of their time because like you what would you say in the beginning of all this? Time is fucking precious, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um just because somebody picks up the phone to hear you vent doesn't mean that they have three hours to hear you venting. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. doesn't mean that. It means that they have the time to give you enough time to let out what you need to let out. You know what I mean? But you, got, but you, have, but you have to be considerate of other people's time and, and um, how you're venting or whatever you're about to bring up, how is that gonna affect them after you get off the phone? Like, are they gonna, you know what I'm saying? Are you just, you know, what are they going through too? You know what I'm saying? at the same sense. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just being considerate, man. I think that's all, you know, that is. And I think people, Miss that? Yeah, they miss that step.
1: A little bit of self-centeredness. Sometimes people think the world evolves around them, uh, and and like I said, they get used to it. Yeah. And next thing you know, you're you're getting those hour-long conversations or text messages or DMs, and it's just kind of like, what do you want?
0: Well, and then you become the asshole when you do say that. Yeah, absolutely. Like you're the asshole. You know what I mean? But you know, and 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 that's also the other thing is that people, you know, if you give if you st- give people the opportunity and then all of a sudden it's the same shit and you give people, let's just say if my boy said that to me back then, like, hey man, either shit or get off the pot, like you keep talking about your, you know what I'm saying, your wife and what's going on, like, either you gonna deal with this or not, man, like, it's the same shit. I could have been like, this motherfucker asshole and just talk shit about him, like, man, he ain't, you know all what right. I'm saying, but I, I was like, oh fuck. Like, he's right, like, I am talking about the same shit. Like, it is getting old. Like, if it's getting old mm-hmm. to him, I'm being exhausted. Like, I'm, it, it is exhausting to me. Um, and you know again to go back to it it's not only affecting your mental health but it's affecting that other person that you're venting to you know what i'm saying it's 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 going to affect their mental health man and like you said who, on whichever end you're on be very conscious man about your about your mental health and how what toll it's taking you know what i mean and how much damage it's really doing to you and to the other person um
1: and the people around you the people around you yeah cuz like i said you you end up listening to this conversation or doing this texting thread And meanwhile, you look over at the dinner table and like everyone's done eating. (laughs) You know, now you got to, can you heat my food up for me? Heat your own damn food up. Like, okay. Uh, You know what I mean? So it it, it can affect the other people around you. And like I said, I I primarily took a good look at it because I would carry that to my kids. Yeah. You know, and now they get in the car ecstatic to go burn through my bank account. Yeah. And now I'm in a mood because somebody called me and vented about nothing.
0: Facts, man. You know, I'm blessed, man, because like, you know, we're talking about this now, but, you know, the way I was when I was drinking this because the alcohol, you know what I mean? Like, it it just made me on the same shit, on the same fucking repeat, man, you know what I mean? I was on the same track over and over, over on a repeat, and um, it wasn't until I sobered up that I started listening to my friends, and I did, just like you just said, that I looked and was like, god damn, man, like, I've been talking about the same shit to these people over and over for how many fucking months and years? Like it's the same shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. What toll was it taking on these people? Like you know what I mean? And at, and at a certain point, were they even listening anymore? You know what I'm saying? Were they just let yeah. me just talk just to talk because they knew like, hey, this is the stage and he just needs to, you know, either figure it out on his own or he needs to push past us on one way or another. Um, you know and that was my, you know what I'm saying, and that was me, that was me, Huggy, like that was me, you know what I mean? But to me, like I knew he was the alcohol, he just had me on repeat. Yeah. Had me on repeat, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, nothing else to talk about, but what was going on with my ex and how, you know, the same ass bullshit to the point where I did wake up after sobered, I'm mean, being like, fuck, I need yeah. shit to get off the pot and I got off the fucking pot, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. My, uh, my club boss said the same thing to me when I was dealing with my uh, my ex-girlfriend. You know, I vented for 20 minutes and then I said, so what are your thoughts? And he was just like, you need to leave. Yeah. And like, it, it wasn't like, no, here's why, here's another 20 minute answer to why. Yeah. He was like, brother, brother, you need to leave. It's not good for your mental health. Yeah. You're going to lose everything. You got to leave. And I value his time and his opinion so much. That I take his advice to heart, yeah, and I trust him that much. That if he's saying something, I'm like, well, he's saying it, and he ain't never steered me wrong. Like I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take into strong consideration what he said.
0: You just brought me to a, to a good point. Um, I'm gonna just copy out on that. Is 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 if you're gonna vent to somebody, you're obviously reaching out for because you obviously respect that person enough to give you some sort of advice. Obviously. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or it should be that way. So if that person gives you advice, you gotta be. Um, receptive to it. Very receptive. Mm-hmm. Very receptive. Because that person sat there and gave you their time and they're giving you their mind and their heart of what you, you know, for what they think should be good for you. Because whoever yeah. you are venting to, they're not some fucking person off the fucking street that you just pulled off and you just vent. You know what I mean? Obviously whoever you're, yeah. you're talking to is somebody that you think highly of. And if Mm -hmm. you think highly of them, obviously that person has the best interest of you in mind when they're giving you that advice. So like, if you're gonna, you know, that's one thing, man, like I'm gonna say, like, is if you're gonna vent to somebody, make sure you fucking actually heed their advice. Yeah. Or else don't even reach out. Cause what's the point? Yeah. Cause Mm -hmm. what's the point? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, If that's the case, then just write a journal. (laughs) Yeah, I'm saying and get it. I mean, mean, seriously, just get it out that way and just vent it out that way, you know. Um, And I'm pretty sure if you do that, you know, the amount of entries you have is if it's the same shit, then eventually you're gonna stop writing about that shit. It's
1: a very, very, very good point.
0: So you know, it's the same thing, man. Like, and again, that was for me. You know, I'm gonna go back to my experiences. It took me to sober up to finally go, man. I am, you know, going to you for for the same shit every time, and I'm not. I haven't listened to your advice because. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason. Yeah. But it took me to slow up to go, man, I need to actually listen because this person has seen me through all these fucking years and he's seen what's going on with me and they just want the best best interest of me, you know what I'm saying? And and what's best for me. And that's, you know, kinda of a lot of that shit that's what kinda of opened up my eyes, you know what I'm saying? A lot of things. I'm gonna be honest, man, you know what I mean? Especially like, you know, my brother Jerry and, you know, back back at brag my boy Joey, like they they would tell me that shit, like, Hey man, like you need to fucking let go. Like you need to fucking let go. Like you need to move the fuck on. Like it's going to hurt, but you need to move the fuck on. Yeah. And that's what took me. Yeah. So, you know, if anything, man, fucking listen to whoever you're venting to.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, man. Um, If you got anything else, man, I don't know.
1: No, that's, that's, that's all I got. Bottom line up front is, you know, take a good look at who has access to you and how much of yourself you're putting out there to entice people to have access to you, set boundaries, give people a freebie. Uh, and after that freebie, you need to, to let them know what the boundaries are. And it's it's all in the protection of your own mental health because that's what's more important. Now, if you can help the person and they get something out of it, that's great. Yep. But at the end of the day, you can't save everybody's problems. You got to put what you got going on in your life first uh, and make sure that the people who have access to you respect that.
0: That's facts, man um, He couldn't have said it any better, y'all um, You know Huggy said it before be, co- be self-conscious about your mental health And what effects happen on you, man Put your mental health first And above anything else, alright Because without your mental health being um, Where it should be You're just going to be miserable, man So always be self-conscious about your mental health All the way through um, So yeah, that's all I got, man uh, oh, pre- let, me,
1: oh, yeah, go ahead. let me say this one thing That just popped in my head <laughs> So there's this scene in The Color Purple where one of the characters tells the guy, till you do right by me, everything you touch is going to crumble. And that's how I look at my mental health is my mental health saying, until you do right by me, everything you touch is going to crumble. That's facts. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that.
0: That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I appreciate y'all tuning in, man. Uh, appreciate y'all listening, uh, as always. I appreciate we appreciate you guys' support. Um, you know, as you guys continue to support us and uh, you know uh, listen to our uh, uh, podcast, share this, man. Um, you know, the, we we got so many podcasts, y'all, that that somebody will get something out of one of the podcasts, at least something out of it. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. So just hit us up, man. Listen to the podcast, share it, favorite, you know, download it. And, um, you know, if you guys got anything or any suggestions of topics that you'd want us to hit on, hey, hit us up on scrolling through life on uh, Instagram. Um, Hit us up on there uh, and, you know, just let us know. All right. Appreciate y'all. Huggy. Thank you. (laughs) Out.